let's start. This is um, the monk a, who sold his Ferrari. Yeah, the monk that sold uh, sold his Ferrari, and it's a uh, part of our book club. Uh, we uh. have we am and uh, Daniel and myself started. Yeah, what I want to add is that we're in a beautiful outside uh, scenario with birds it was singing birds. around us mm. and yeah, singing around us. All. They're yeah. participating also on the book. Club. Yeah, they're participating. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so who read the book? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a summary. I'll give you a summary. So Daniel read it like years and years ago. Tariq read it on Kindle, right? No, no, no I read Blinkist. it years, years ago oh, as well. Sorry, I, I have the book. He I have read the it book. On, <laughs> on on Blinkist. Okay, so this is you know Swift version. I read like fourth of the book, so yeah. we're doing really, really well, I think. As yeah. Well. How, yeah, yeah. How about we starting with me? I'm telling us a little bit more about what you have read in the first three yeah. quarters of yeah, the book. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, this is just the introduction uh, so far. So I was studying Daniel. It reminds me a little bit of the alchemist. Uh, maybe it's, just, it's the writing, uh, or maybe the mystical. You know, it's all mystical, and I don't know what. Um, but actually, what I wanted to start with, with we, is a question to you. So Tariq and I we were discussing um, when we were discussing it. So Tariq was like, "Why did he have to sell his Ferrari? Mm-hmm. He could have just went to India, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't have to sell his Ferrari." So he could have kept it. It's fine to enjoy life, you know. Yeah. So what do you think? Yeah. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> did he have to sell his Ferrari and did he have to sell I'm his I'm really house? interested to know to what he all his belongings to move to India to find the truth or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more kind of a symbol because mm-hmm. Ferrari stands for like having prestige, money, mm-hmm. and end result of having success. What the society tells you. Mm-hmm. So when you have a Ferrari, you have success under the definition of society. Mm. I think this more kind of simple way of showing that you don't need to have the success what the society tells you. Mm-hmm. You can have your own inner success, peace. Uh, That's in my opinion. Yes, yeah, so I honest. started saying that actually, but then I was thinking about it and I think uh, if, you were, if you were to keep some of your past life, if you wanted to make a really big change and you were to keep this and go to the West, once you come back, you could go back to your old habits, you know what I mean? I feel like he had to sell everything in order to him to make it like a permanent change. You know what I mean? I think if, if you were to do a drastic change, it, it'd be easier for you to stick to it rather than keeping part, part of it, oh, for later, maybe I'll want it one, one day in my life. If you do that, you will go back to it, you know what I mean? Because it'd be very easy for you to go back. Um, so you would fall into the trap, I think. Yeah. Back to you, <laughs> Okay, so um, so I think the book uh, uh, talks about those uh, sages of uh, the uh, the I, I think they were called uh, what Sivan Savarin Savarin is a startup. Uh, yeah, and Sivan is a founder. <laughs> whatever it is, they're called uh, something with an S. Um, it is seven something. Yeah, so. Um, and 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 I I think I think uh, from my side um, I understand that this is a symbol of uh, you know you you're leaving all the materialistic side of things of life and focusing on what really matters, but in the same time I disagree that you don't want those materialistic things in your life as well like. I think there is a balance. We have to strike a balance between being enjoying life because the 
running around with a Ferrari is enjoyable. You might not have been in a Ferrari, that's why you don't understand why people are enjoying it, right? But it is enjoying. It, it, the, whoever is running a Ferrari most probably is enjoying it, enjoying the ride. But in the same time, it doesn't have to be two Ferraris, three Bentleys, and an airplane, and a yacht, and you know, that extremism of having things, right? But in the same time as well, if you can afford having these things, why not? So, you know, if you're making a hundred million uh, dollars a year, yeah, having uh, an airplane is something that you can do. Why would you take a commercial airline? Why would you, why would you go through the fuss of, let's say, you know, having, driving yourself around? You can actually have a driver. And all of these little things, it doesn't, but it doesn't mean that... It's time for you to show off. It doesn't mean that it's time for you not to focus on what really matters in life, which is, let's say, family, friends, uh, building, a, building a legacy, leaving a legacy, uh, uh, helping out people. You know, like I'm playing the devil's advocate yes, here. Yeah, yeah, but I, I see it as a slippery slope. I think once you get the Ferrari, you're going to get other luxury things and you're going to be sucked into that world. And then you have to be maintain that lifestyle of going after more success or whatever money to pay for all of this. You know what I mean? To maintain maintain that lifestyle as well. That's not going to be a cheap lifestyle to maintain. You know what I mean? Even if you're making I don't know 10 million a year or, or whatever it is. 100 million. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's still it, a month, I guess. What I meant. Uh, it's still it's still it's still a lifestyle that you will be sucked in and you will stay in. I think. And and one thing that yeah, I mean. So one of the things that he said is that he wanted to go back to rekindle the fire uh, for living that he had known before the legal profession stole his soul. So that sentence made me think about the world today. The world today, you know, the capitalistic nature of the, of the world. Uh, one of the functions of marketing is creating a need, right? That's a scary sentence for me. That there are there is a function out there to create a need that's not there. So there is someone out there trying to create. And it's, it could be a want. It's actually a want, but it makes people think, oh, it's a need. I, ha I must get this in my life, right? So, yes, so our life right now is all about having things that actually, in reality, for basic living, we do not need, you know? Yes. If you go back to, the, to how it used to be, the barter economy, uh, that made sense. You were just fulfilling what you actually need to continue your life, and you were still uh, leading a fulfilling life and yeah. a happy, stable life. It was not a running around stress, stressful, you know, yeah, uh, just true. more and more and more and more. That's very true. You had a very good point with basic life, and I think this is what we forgot nowadays. When we think about basic life, how it was 20, 30 years ago, no one needed an iPhone, no one needed whatever. But today... We're recording on an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but even so, there was the other things, you know, where you could, were able to record. And when you talk about basic life, everyone would then argue, of course, you can do it faster. You can do it more. You can do it more. But don't we actually overcomplicate then things? Mm -hmm. We forget to slow down and to, to simplify things. Of course, you can do more things and more faster. But then you want to have it more faster and you want to add more things. And then multitasking becomes all of a sudden an, a general... general a, general kind of way work of at yeah way a different uh, work attitude as well that multitasking becomes a new normal yeah. and that's not necessarily what everyone should focus on so basic living for me is not necessarily having these items just because you're faster just because you are you know just because it's possible doesn't mean you need it for yourself so um, 
because I'm sitting in the middle, uh, I want to bring about <laughs> a concept. <laughs> A concept of balance. Yeah, a concept of balance. I don't think... The book talks about a guy that left his fortune, sold everything to become a monk. And it goes from one extreme to another. And regardless where he left to, I think if you're happier here or you're happier there, I'm with you, one, being happy. Even if it's extremes, it's just being happy. If you're happy and this is serving you, you know what? Fuck what the world wants. You know, doesn't matter. But in the same time, I'm not with the notion of, you know, go from that extreme to being a monk where it's all about spirituality and it's all about blah blah blah, blah whatever whatever it is um, about, right? And and you'll see that. You know, monks for them to survive, they will uh, yeah, write books, go and speak on gigs or whatever it is. They at the end, they they're not gonna they're not gonna eat uh, spirituality, right? Mm-hmm. They're not gonna travel with uh, flying on a Sindabad carpet. Mm-hmm. Um, they will have to live, right? And that basic living needs some sort of income. So my what I'm trying to say here is, I think we lose sense of balance and we were never uh, brought up or or taught in school what balance is all about right you might have a lot of money but but that you as you said you know you know how to spend the money in things that are needed spend the money in where it is it is important how to actually even recycling right i I don't remember in school that we were taught anything about recycling but it's 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 understanding that you need to give back to society somehow you need to give back to uh you know helping out others and so on especially if you have a lot of money but in the same time that doesn't mean going being monk that means also, in being living life, enjoying life, you know, if uh, if you never felt what it is like to let's say travel the world, well, now with the money you could actually travel the world all as much as you want, meet new people, meet new cultures. Now, can you travel every single month? Can you afford traveling every single month? No, but you can now, especially if, when you can. Why not doing it, right? Would it be better to travel first class or business class or even premium class, whatever it is called? Definitely. If you can afford it, why not? Especially on long hauls. It makes more sense to actually pay for the extra money if you can afford it. Why sit 24 hours in an airplane in an economy seat just for you to feel, uh, you know, I'm, I'm giving back or I don't want to be materialistic? I'm sorry, that's stupid. It's if you have the money. If you don't have the money, but that makes sense. The money. That's, right? the, that's the question as well. Yeah, you work your ass off. Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing. He ran away with that. But why? Because he was seeking balance. Because the way he was living, it was uh, he had to work really hard to be able to afford first class. You know what I mean? Whoever can afford it, uh, first class, you can be assured they do not have a balance. That's my opinion. I don't no, know. That's no. I so, so I disagree. I, mean? I disagree. Okay. I disagree because this puts out an image that, uh, that uh, you want won't earn money unless you work 24 7 uh you don't have a social life uh you know no no but he he if he wants balance balance he could have he could have 
started being very selective with his clients and if he's getting clients left right and center every single day he could have now uh, limited it to let's say four clients a year or five clients a year if he has all the ton of shit money that he already has right and that makes him uh, do whatever he is really good at he charges a premium because he's very selective and now he can actually enjoy life right that he doesn't have to freaking sell everything go india and uh, may, probably he went from one extreme to another yeah yeah, yeah. I, I do see that's that. what happened. but i would add to it i think i'm currently reading a book called joy on demand and the author talked about the relationship between happiness and success and many see happiness as a result of success but actually it should be the other way around happiness should come first out of happiness comes success and i think that forgot his name the uh, in the book um, he worked very hard bought ferrari etc based on his success in order to be happy and then he realized he's actually not happy so it's actually always should be the other way around happiness is a state it's not it's a, a state yeah. but the success comes out of the happiness yeah. and that's i think it's more related to this where he didn't found happiness or fulfillment in the belongings he has and i think he's a different character than the the people who yeah. have it and enjoy it and yeah feel fulfilled yeah for this that and i think this is a differentiation between someone who is fulfilled with items our belongings and people who have the belongings and are fulfilled give us a sentence to wrap this up <laughs> one sentence what i would say is i usually not follow other people advice like to do it in one sentence what i would say is i gonna summarize this in one paragraph the paragraph would be success followed is followed by happiness chosen by the dreams you have your personal dreams you have um so one thing i noticed also is that um everyone who reaches that stage of like wonders okay i'm not fulfilled anymore in my life what have i done what should i do is that they always reach to the point of uh, i just want to help people or i want to help others and that's my goal and i felt like that's maybe something a natural thing in all of us that we just lose because we get sucked up by yes. the 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 demands in our world and our jobs and and you just you forget why you were doing what you very were doing true. very true uh, my advice would be always start with why and then how and then what <laughs> thank you so much for uh, listening to today's uh, podcast uh, this week's podcast on uh, um, we am's uh, book club um we covered the monk who sold his ferrari uh for the next uh we'll continue yeah we for next the next two weeks we will choose a book and tell you about it uh, in two weeks time have a good day bye